Welcome to the long-awaited uh, edition 55 of I Bleed Pinstripes. It has been, I have not done a pod, I don't think, during the season. And uh, I apologize for that. It's uh, been a hectic time. A good hectic time, but a hectic time nonetheless. Uh, I am currently uh, uh, being, well, I'm working, one. Uh, and then I'm also interning as a cameraman for the... Uh, Bridgeport Bluefish of the Atlantic League, an independent team here in uh, Connecticut, uh, and uh, it has been a blast and fun, but it does take up a lot of my time. Um, I am uh, in the field. every. I'm down in the stands uh, shooting crowd shots and uh, stuff going on for the scoreboard or the video board, uh, and then I'm also in the booth every other game. Uh, shooting the game. Uh, so go out and check it out on, uh, uh, was it? Uh, <laughs> Bridgeport Bluefish. Just Google it. Uh, go to their website. You can watch the, you can stream their games live. Uh, anyway, let's get to uh, I Bleed Pinstripes. It's episode 55. You know, I like to go back and see the men and women, or I always want to say men and women, but let's go back and see the men who have worn number 55. It's a short list, so I'll go through all of them. Bob Grimm, the first Yankee, uh, first Yankee to wear it in 1954 to 1958. Zach Monroe, he also wore it in 1958-59. Dave McDonald wore it in 1969. So it went about nine seasons there. Paul Marabella wore it in 1979. Roger Holt, 1980. Roy Smalley, 1982. I always remember having a Roy Smalley card growing up when he played for the Twins. Andre Robertson, 81-83. to 83. Stan Javier, 1984. Vic Mata. Uh, shout out to Danny Chester on that one, 84 to 85. Juan Bonilla, 1985. Scott Nielsen, 1989. Rich Monteleone, 1990 to 93. Wally Whitehurst, 96. Jorge Posada, also awarded 96. Romero Mendoza, 96 to 2002. And really a mainstay in those Yankee bullpens for that uh, four World Series championships. And then, of course, Hideki Matsui Ward for 2003 to 2009. Russell Martin also wore it 2011 to 2012. Lyle Overbay, 2013. David Huff, 2014. Wade LeBlanc, uh, no relation to Matt LeBlanc, 2014. Slade Heathcott, 2015. And Brian Mitchell, 2015. And Brian uh, hurt for the season. Uh, actually, I'm not sure. I think he might be back later in the year, but a big loss. Seems the Yankees, uh, all their youngsters get hurt. Uh, but yeah, that you know, we're 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 I'm recording this on May twentieth, and it's a good time to really assess your team. Uh, they always say Memorial Day is a good barometer, and right now you look at the standings: the Yankees, eighteen and twenty-two, six and a half back. Not bad. They've stabilized a bit. They've actually won what nine out of fourteen, so that's not so bad. Uh, they were really. Not playing good baseball there for a good while. They're starting to win series. They did lose the series to uh, the Diamondbacks. They never seem to play well in Arizona. And I and I hate watching games there. It just brings back bad memories. 
bad juju going down there. Uh, it just seems like a weird ballpark. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, I heard that they want a new ballpark down there. As well as the Rangers look like they're going to get a new ballpark. And obviously the Braves are building a new ballpark. Three teams that, I, I mean, they're not very old ballparks. Crazy. Um, but uh, it's nice that the Yankees are in Oakland. Uh, CC will be going tonight coming off uh, the disabled list. Seems like a lot of guys have been on the disabled list or hurt or not playing it to expectations. Um, and it's really hard. Like uh, This podcast is not going to be about stats or uh, you know numbers or which are, I guess are stats. It's just going to be about the bullface fact that you, know, you watch this team. They're not a lot of fun to watch. Starling Castro is cool, you know. But there's, you know, I mean, let's think of the roster. Who's young on this team? You know, yeah, you've got Romine, who's good. But how far is Romine going to be? You know, how far is he going to take us? Starling Castro, yeah, I like the guy. He's played well. Um, but, you know, you look up and down the lineup. Gregorius, you know, he's played okay. He's made a lot of bonehead plays. Um, you know, Aaron Hicks has been okay. They're finally giving him some time. Uh, it's definitely... You know, the Yankees don't want to say it. I mean, when you think about it, the most excitement on this team is when the, the game is close and the Yankees can bring out the three-headed monster in Miller, Batances, and Chapman. Those guys are great to watch. They're very exciting to watch. But currently, the way this team is, there's not a lot of excitement. Uh, you know, Teixeira, Rodriguez, these guys are at the end of their careers. Well, I don't know about Teixeira, but Rodriguez is at the end of his career. We've got one more year with him. Headley, two more years after this on a hard contract now. Four years, $52 million. Seemed like a good day, idea at the time, but right now, looking horrible. Uh, finally, I mean, he's actually up at 217. So, to, I'll be honest, he's actually played a lot better. But you look at the... Uh, you look at the I hate that. See, I, I almost went there. Uh, you look at the numbers and, uh, you know, I mean... They're not a fun team to watch. They're an okay team. They're just like last year's team. And, uh, you know, there comes a point where you have to make a decision. Do you blow up the team? Do you start from scratch? Bring up some young kids, see what they've got? Or do you keep doing what you've been doing the last few years? And that's just kind of trying to stay, you know, you know, close to making a playoff spot. Is that good enough for the fan base? Is that good enough for me? I don't know. I mean, last year there were some great moments and we made the playoffs, but it was a one-game playoff. It's kind of like, eh. You know, it was kind of like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. And uh, and this year it just seems like, you know, I'd rather have, I'd rather dream. Because, uh, you know, Unless this team, like, all of a sudden starts to Because, you know, what I don't see from this team is a lot of fundamentals. They make a lot of mistakes. For a veteran team, they make a lot of mistakes. They run themselves out of a lot of runs. They don't do the little things. And, and World Series teams do the little things. We've seen it. If you're a Yankee fan like me, and as long as I've been a Yankee fan, you know what a championship team looks like. You know, you can go back to 2009. That team did a lot of little things. You can go back to the 96 to 2001 teams. Those teams did the little things. They were fundamental. They didn't kill themselves in an inning running, you know, not being in the game, making mistakes, walking hitters, you know, not, and, and a big thing. I, I think the biggest thing, hitting with runners in scoring position, just not doing it. You know, you have no faith in this team and they are, and it is not a fun team to watch. 
Thank God the best thing that's happened to me is I don't have, uh, well, I have Comcast, so I don't have the Yes Network right now. Though I can watch it on MLB. Uh, and so, But the best thing that I've found this year was that I can watch the Yes feed, but I can watch it with the WFAN overlay on top of the game. So I don't have to listen to Michael K. It has been a godsend. You know, I... I know some of you don't like John Sterling, but I love Sterling and Susan. I think they're funny. I don't think they take themselves too seriously. Michael Kay, I think, takes himself way too seriously. And, like, he has to be the dean of, like, the, the baseball or something. I don't know who he thinks he is, but I don't appreciate it. I don't like it. And if you've listened to this podcast, you know that I don't like it. So that has been the best thing for me uh, that I have, you know, the MLB package online that I can watch every game. I throw it to my TV using a Chromecast and it's just great. They sync it up because that was a thing that you did when you were a kid. Sometimes you like to, you know, the Yankee booth used to change. It used to be really three guys and they would do the radio and there was another guy in the radio. He would stay there nine innings, but you know, Rizzuto, Messer and White, they would do, they would do six innings on TV, but then they would do three innings on radio. It was great. It was great. I loved it. But if you wanted to continue to hear Rizzuto, you would turn off the volume on your TV and put on the radio. Things were synced up. I don't know when they stopped doing that, but, you know, it's not synced up. So it's great that, you know, MLB allows us to actually listen to the radio while watching the uh, TV feed. It is fantastic for me anyway, personally, because I can't stand Michael K. Um, but besides that, uh, you know, it's again, it's just been it's not fun to watch. Uh, you want to be excited by your team. And, you know, there's obviously there's kids in the organization that we want to see. We want to see Rob Ref Snyder, who was called up for like a day. Um, we want to see Aaron Judge. Bring him up. I mean, Carl Speltran is okay, you know, but he's like 37, 38. To me, let's start selling some of these pieces, you know. Let's get younger. Let's do what, you know. I hate to point to what the Red Sox, but what was that year in the Red Sox? They just blew it up. Said, hey, we're not doing it. You know, they got rid of, um, you know, Adrian Gonzalez. Uh, and and they got rid of all these guys that they're like, they're like, hey, we're not going to do it with this team. This is not working for us. Let's get rid of these contracts. The Yankees have Chapman, who is a free agent. Uh, if they come to a point here, the Yankees have got to make a big deal for him. You know, they, they have not been in this position for a long time when they are the sellers and they can get rid of him and get back some good young arms. I mean, you tell me the Cubs would not want Chapman. I know they've got Rondon, but boy, if you can get Chapman on your team down the stretch to solidify your bullpen, you got to do that. They're going to be teams that want him and the Yankees have got to make the right moves. Um, you know, a guy like Teixeira. He's on the last year of his contract. Somebody might want him. Guy like Beltran. He's you know he's a, these are veteran presences. Get rid of him. I'd love to get rid of Chase Headley. I like the guy personally, but you know how are the Yankees going to deal with this guy? You know who I want. Baez. I was reading about Baez on Chicago third baseman. I would love to take him. Javier Baez. I'm going to Google him right now because I don't want to be like oh he's not even a third baseman. But uh, Javier Baez, of course they don't say it. Yeah, I believe he's a third baseman. And I mean, he is great. I think he's he's very young. He's 23. Uh, he would be great at Yankee Stadium. Um, and I think he's just up and coming, ready to bust out. 
and uh, we'll see what happens. But the Yankees have got to do some things. I do like Didi, and I do like uh, Castro up the middle there. Uh, you know, my boy Jacoby <laughs> didn't want him in the first place, you know, but I, I mean, the guy's always hurt. I just, uh, again, I, I look back to the Red Sox. If the Red Sox didn't want him, why, why did the Yankees go out and pay all this money for him? You know, it makes no sense. It made no sense at the time. Uh, Brett Gardner is okay. I know my cousin Alex is not going to like hearing that, but he's okay. You know, he got a nice contract. He's okay. He's okay. You know? I don't know. It's sad, it's sad times. <laughs> I mean, you know, the Yankees are in last place right now. If you look, okay, I'm going to go. If you look at their stats, they're, they're low on everything. Pitching, hitting. Their run differ- differential is horrid. Um which I think I've always said is a big key. If you look at run differential, if you are outscoring, obviously if you're outscoring your opponents, you're going to be up in the top of the leaderboard. There's not too many teams. You look at the Phillies because the Phillies have really good pitching. They're minus 28. They're only a game out. Isn't that crazy? They're a game out. Uh, everybody keeps saying that they're not going to keep this up, but you know the Phillies have really good young pitching and that's why they're up. Look at the Cubs, 28 and 11, plus 106 run differential. That's what's going to do it for you. Uh, teams that don't score, the Cincinnati Reds, minus 77. Guess where they are? Last place, 15 and 26. Padres, minus 29. Guess where they are? Last place. The Atlanta Braves, who don't score any runs, minus 74. <laughs> they are 2 and 17 at home. That is disgusting. Oh, my God. They're 10 and 30. I mean, can you think of the last? I can't remember when the, the, they were so bad. The Twins, who had had a really great year last year, 10 and 30, minus 68. The Astros, who were, I, I mean, 17 and 25, they're minus 24. The Yankees, minus 29, run differential. Horrible. You know, you look at the top of the American League East, the Orioles and the Red Sox currently in first place. The uh, Orioles, plus 25, Sox, plus 57. And look at the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> you know, what can you say about the Tampa Bay Rays? 19 and 19, nobody expects them to be there. They're plus 17. They're only four and a half back. And hey, you know what? The Yankees are six and a half back. There's plenty of time. They can do something. They can go on a little run here. I just don't see it. I hope so. I hope they can do it. But I just don't see it. This team is just boring. <laughs> it's boring to watch. And, I, you know, I, I felt that last year too. It was just... You know, I'd rather maybe just have young guys where I can like at least dream about something, you know, one day and building this team. And, you know, I know Hal Steinbrenner came out the other day and he blamed the players and hell right. He should blame the players. You know, Teixeira is doing nothing. You know, um, who else is doing nothing? You know, A-Rod's been doing nothing. Uh, you know, Beltran has been fine. You know, say what you want. But Ellsbury, nothing. McCann, he's been OK, you know. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's the Yankees right now. Uh, and you know, I don't see, I don't see Hal getting rid of, uh, because he pretty much stood by, you know, Cashman and he pretty much stood by a Girardi and I got nothing against Girardi, but you know, the last two nights he's, uh, the Yankees have won the last two nights. Uh, Yvonne Nova pitched great. You know, he pitched 60 through 60 pitches, six innings. What does Girardi do? He pulls him. Hey, I get it. He's got three guys he can go to in the bullpen. He wants to guarantee a win. 
But the night before, he did the same thing with Evaldi. Six innings, you know, not a lot of pitches, and he pulled them out of the game. So tonight, the situation is, with CC Sabathia coming back off the DL, you know, Girardi has said, hey, I want these games. I want to win this game. But tonight, now you're asking for CC to go six, seven innings. Well, who's going to close this game tonight? Jason Shreve going to close this game? Johnny Barbato? Who's going to close this game tonight? You've got three guys. I, I always thought when he had these three guys, you know, because he has the rule, you know, uh, his relievers don't throw three days in a row. But you've got three guys. You don't need to throw them all on the same day, back to back, you know. And uh, I think it's going to bite him in the ass tonight. I hope it doesn't, but I think it's going to bite him in the ass. And that's the thing. It just, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't see the, the hope, you know. I've only been to one game this year, and it wasn't a Yankee game, actually. It was uh, it was in Chicago, and I got to see a Cubs game. Uh, I saw Arietta pitch, Jake Arietta pitch against the um, – it was a game before he threw his no-hitter. And uh, he pitched against the Rockies. He was phenomenal. Uh, but the buzz in that stadium, obviously, it's a team that hasn't won in forever. <laughs> so, But there was a buzz in the stadium, and – an excitement level that, you know, this is a, is a town. A, I wouldn't say a town because after town has seen a World Series, you know. And believe me, they've only seen one World Series in this town in, you know, 150,000 years. <laughs> the White Sox winning. You know, and they've gotten a little spoiled. They've, they've had their... Don't feel too bad for Chicago. You know, this is not Cleveland where Cleveland hasn't won a professional championship and, you know, since uh, the Cleveland Browns, you know, have won a championship. So when was that? Fifties, maybe early sixties. So, and then the heartbreak, you know, Chicago, you know, the Blackhawks have won, the, the White Sox have won, uh, the uh, Bulls have won. So let's not feel too bad for Chicago. Hey, the Cubs haven't won forever, but, uh, you know, they, they've, they've got the makings of a great, uh, franchise right now because they've got good young talent. They have so many young kids. It's ridiculous. So envious of like, oh my God, you know, their whole infield, you know, their whole infield. And then they're littered throughout the rest of the, uh, rest of the roster. And that's what you want. You want to see these good young kids come up and be together for like 10 years. And right now, you know, Severino hurt, uh, Greg Bird hurt, Brian Mitchell hurt. You know, you're like wondering like, what's going on? When are we going to have some young kids coming up here? You know? I mean, let me let me look at the roster here. I mean, I cannot see where there's a one. You know, I, I'm I'm still looking. I mean, Ben Gamble was up for a few games. You know, uh, Chad Green. You know, he didn't pitch too well the other day. Uh, but you know, you, you don't really see any. Uh, you know, Nick Goody. But uh, that's it. Uh, you know, there's some pitchers, but uh, Yates and Goody, Sessa, Barbato. You know, Olson. Severino, Green, Pinder, and Mooley. Does, does that excite you? Severino, yes, excites you, but you know, now he's hurt, and you're just like, again? Can we just get like a good prospect to come up and like play for a while? I don't know. Is that too much to ask for? You know, the Yankees have got to start building better here. They have so much money, but I don't feel like they're doing the right things. And it's just, we're not seeing anything. I'm here. I've been hearing for years. We have so many prospects. We have so many prospects. Well, I'm not seeing it. 
And uh, it's getting a little frustrating. Anyway, guys, I hope to uh, do another podcast, you know, in the next few days, let's say after the series, see where we are. Uh, And uh, it's good to be back. Uh, A lot of things, like I said, a lot of things going on, but all good stuff here on my end. And um, I hope all good stuff on your end, too. Uh, And uh, hey, win or lose, I root for my team uh, and I can be pissed off at my team. And that's okay, you know, because you know, this is what I'm so passionate about is the New York Yankees. And so, you know, I don't really get too upset about things. I come from the Joe Torre school of, you know, not getting too high, not getting too low, but the Yankees do affect me. And, you know, when they're winning, it's like, oh, you feel so good. You're walking down the street with your hat. You're like, nobody can say nothing to me. But when your team's like what the Yankees are right now, you're like, eh. it's just, you know, there's just nothing. I'd rather, I don't know. I don't know if I want to say I'd rather just be crap or, you know, or I'd be really, you know, obviously it won't be really good, but you know, right now it's just, it's just not there. But anyway, guys, uh, thanks for listening and, uh, I will talk to you soon. Bye. I bleed pinstripes. I bleed pinstripes. You bleed pinstripes too. Your bleed pinstripes too